0: The beer. Sportsnet 650 presents Just Here for, for the, the beer. beer, Canada's original, dedicated beer radio show. I don't mean to have a one-track mind, but all I mean is a frosty pine a Vancouver tradition for 10 years and counting. We're talking about the B.C. beer scene with the innovators, the movers and shakers, and brewmakers of the industry. I don't mean to whine and beg, but would someone finally top that keg. I'm just here for the beer. He's just, just here, here for, for the beer, beer radio, radio with, your with your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir.
1: It is just here for the Beer Radio, Canada's original dedicated beer radio program. 13 years old. 13. 13 years old. Um, man, it's been a run. It's been an incredible run. And, uh, you know, I wish we could take credit and say that we foresaw this craft beer <laughs> explosion. We just happened to be there doing a beer show when craft beer just kind of blew up around us. But 13 years later, we celebrate from the Angry Otter Tap and Forno on Marine Drive in North Vancouver. The old Avalon Hotel. Right? This, this, yeah. this place goes back. Yeah. Memories, memories, memories exactly. Exactly. for me. When we were youngins, Mr. Leary. <laughs> Absolutely. And we were youngins at <laughs> one point. Um, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. our social media happenings are at jhftb, just here for the beer.com. And you can also uh, stream earlier episodes of the show. This is part two of a dedicated show to the brewery scene in North Vancouver. And that's right. I use the word scene. And it is a scene that carried yeah. over two broadcasts. That's, that's how right. big it's become. Jennifer Belak is the executive director yeah. of Vancouver's North Shore Tourism. And, of course, we <laughs> do this show in advance of the craft beer week which I have the good fortune to be the host of. That is taking place November 2nd, which we'll talk about in a moment. But um, welcome back. You enjoyed part one, and we're back for part two. And that really speaks to an industry that's just blowing up. And then there's more on, you know, like this time next year, there will be another entry or two. It's crazy.
2: Yep, and we were literally just at uh, one of the new opening breweries uh, this morning. We were hoping they'd be open for Craft Beer Week this year, but... Um, as most breweries will say, there's always delays, and so they're they're a little bit delayed. They'll be there that evening to celebrate um, the launch event and the kickoff to Craft Beer Week on the North Shore, but Beva Brewing, and they'll be opening um, TBA soon. <laughs>
3: TBA.
1: And, and I guess it goes without saying that the councils, because, I mean, you're dealing with city and district in the case of North Shore. But they must be cooperative and easy, or easier to work with than some other municipalities are because you look at the scene, the results are there. The first time I heard of uh, a North Van Craft Beer Week, um, I think there was maybe three or four locations, maybe five, six. Okay. And now we had six on the last show. We have five on this show. It's incredible. It's it incredible. is, yeah. yeah.
2: It's more than doubled. So we, when we first started back in 2017, um, I thought, you know, was, we just joined the BC Ale Trail. We were the second community to do that, and so we thought we should do a little more for these breweries. We have six breweries, and we thought it was so exciting. So we said, let's put on a craft beer week and support the breweries yep. uh, that way as well. And now here we are. It's, not, it's craft beer week, but it's not really week. <laughs> it's two weeks long. So yeah. it may be craft beer festival yeah. before, uh, yep. before too
1: long. So let's talk about the uh, opening party kickoff. And, of course, there's all sorts of events going on at the different individual breweries. Rick, I'm fortunate to be hosting the uh, the craft beer or the North Shore Craft Beer Week kickoff at the Pipe Shop at the shipyards on November second. That's a Thursday night. There's live music. There's great food trucks. There's prizes. There's a variety of people just kind of milling around. And I know that when we spoke last month, tickets were getting snapped up quick. What's the what's the state of the tickets right now?
2: Yeah. So we're. Well over half of the capacity of the venue now. And um, tickets tend to really the last two weeks is where things, as Vancouverites like to book things last uh, minute. So <laughs> Vancouver's a to walk-up uh, town, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. It'll,
2: it'll probably be sold out. That's, yeah. our, that's our take, and that's kind of just based on the previous year's experiences. So it will sell out, yeah.
1: So yeah. you've got the mayor there. Yes. So she will be at the event. Proceeds from the evening will be donated to North Shore Rescue. Yeah. And I think that we all have some relationship to... The great work, the tireless work, the thankless oh, work that yes. the North Shore Rescue does. So that's good to know. You uh, also have passports. Tell us about the passports.
2: Yeah, so I've got a couple here. Um, it's the through the BCL Trail. It's one of our additional tactics that we do every year with them. And um, we used to have every brewery needing. You'd need to visit every brewery and get a stamp to get your uh, your uh, glass at the end but we just have too many breweries <laughs> now <and> we want to <laughs> give people giant. a chance yeah so you 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 take your passport you can pick it up at any of the north shore breweries or at the local hotels or the visitor center in north vancouver and you go around to any of the participating breweries which is all of them uh, as well as we have um the cidery wild eye sorry uh that's brewing <laughs> sorry um windfall Windfall, Windfall, uh, Windfall, both with w. Yes, yes. Yes. Windfall, cidery, and Copper Penny Distillery. Yeah. So, And you go and you collect your six stamps, and then you can turn this in leave it there. They'll give you your um, glass, your Craft Beer Week glass, and you take that away, and you can enter as many times as you want. Um, and then these get collected by us, and there's some incredible North Shore experience packages that we do draws for afterwards. So we'll collect them on November 2nd, and there'll be like hotel stays with attraction tickets and full North Shore experiences.
1: Well, from one end of the North Shore to the other... Um, it's pretty vast. But one really good thing is that around the pipe shop and, and around the shipyards area, there's a whole concentration that are mm-hmm. easily walkable. So if you can see bus over from Vancouver or if you can find safe transportation elsewhere on the North Shore, um, literally within a half-block stumble, there's, there's everything. I'm looking forward to one that I didn't even know, but you mentioned it to me earlier, uh, Jennifer, was Copper Penny Distillery. And we're going to talk to Jan, who is the operator, co-operator of that. And it sounds like that's a really cool story. And I think that's the other thing that, Rick, you and I have noticed in 13 years yes, of doing this. It's not so much the beer. Yeah, the beer is good or the cocktail is good. But it's just the stories behind the people, and where did where did the inspiration come from? We've heard so many stories. Well, one night we we're having some drinks at our, in our kitchen island, and someone said, "Hey, wouldn't it be great if we did this or we did that?" And and it's just so cool and inspiring to see that you know from just a mere idea, an industry has sprung, and it's just continuing to grow.
2: Yeah, and you know what? It really does. People do come over to visit the Shipyards Brewery District, um, you know, with the proximity to the sea bus and be able to just take the boat across and. And come and enjoy so many breweries, the distillery, the cidery, and um, even La Cerveceria Brewery. They've got um, they've opened up a winery. They have a winery upstairs now. They're okay. they're yep. um, crafting wine now as well. So there's just about everything you could dream of
4: uh, in a, a stone's throw
2: yep. <laughs> uh, from that area. And you know there's lots of things to see and do there. And you can you can hop on a an e bike. You can rent e bikes at the shipyards. Travel on the Spirit Trail and hit Black Kettle as well, and then turn around and go back. So lots of, lots of fun things to do in the
1: area. And uh, from which this began, 2017, to a sold-out launch, last year, proceeds of $20,000 were donated to Lionsgate Hospital Foundation. 2023 donations, as we said, going to North Shore Rescue. And every brewery and distillery and cidery involved is doing some kind of event to coincide, so we just recommend that you go to the website. And see specifically what they're doing, but please support an industry that's been so good. And they're, 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 the love and the brotherhood and fraternity that you see in in brewing is second to none. I, I just I still don't understand how rivals can be so <laughs> loving with each other, but they are.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, get your tickets early. Vancouver's North Shore.com, or you can also find uh, find it on Eventbrite as well because they are selling really fast now. And um, we really look forward to welcoming everybody to our kickoff event to come here.
1: Well, and we thank you so much for uh, picking up the show for to help promote it. And uh, maybe maybe we reconvene a year from now somewhere down the crazy River and we'll do this all over again. <laughs> Jennifer Belak, best of luck. Thank you so thank much you. for incorporating. Uh, Thanks, guys. Cheers. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor Stores, where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor Stores, where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor Stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you.
0: Listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your hosts Joe Leary and Rick Moha Beer.
1: It is Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM. Also 96.9 FM HD3. You can stream us through Spotify and Apple. You can also go to our website just hereforthebeer.com and follow us on social media at JHFTB. Sponsored by Angry Otter Liquors, 29 locations across B.C. This month, check them out, see what's in store. Smirnoff Vodka, 70-milliliter bottle for $22.99. Appleton Estate Signature Jamaican Rum. 750 ml bottles for $23.99. Learn more at Angry Otter Liquor c r s speaking of liquor liquor yeah uh, uh, even just though th-
5: looking at him while you're reading that
1: <laughs> the show is called just here for the beer we're not purists here we realized if you like a beer you probably like a shot or like a spirit like a cocktail and i'm so excited to uh, check this group out because i've driven by them a number of times along what i guess is the shipyards brewery district it's called copper penny distilling and we have uh jan stentz who is the co-founder of Uh, Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Uh, You you have been upsold so incredible here today. Um, First of all, when did you decide to throw your hat in the ring? What made you decide to throw your hat in
4: the ring? And you see all these beers around. You just kind of figure, all right, they got the beer covered. Maybe we want to do the cocktail thing. So I I have something to profess. I I have Czech heritage, and I always wanted to get into the uh, brewery industry myself. You know, probably 20 years ago, before there was uh, all there was was Shaftesbury and Granville Island and R and B, and that was pretty much oh, it. That's going and, back. Uh, it's going really far back, and um, you know, we uh, things always got in the way, usually beer, and uh, and we never really realized the, the dream. And fast forward 20 years, still have a huge passion for beer, but uh, with my uh, co-founder and and my life partner, Jen. Um, we started really doing a lot of uh, cocktails and uh, traveling around the world in the film industry here from uh, Vancouver, we would go to a lot of cocktail bars. And as a result, we really gained an appreciation for how spirits change throughout the world depending on the botanicals that are used, the barrels that are uh, aged in. And uh, it really started to kind of uh, uh, pique our interest. And um, five years kind of after... We started experimenting a little bit at home in our bathroom uh, on, on a little still that was plugged into our dryer vent. Um, we uh, we started making gin, and uh, here we
1: are. Well, it's funny you should mention gin because I told I told Jan off air. Uh, my mom was a gin drinker, and there, it was I guess in an era when it was sort of presumed that was a lady's drink. Gin was a ladies' drink. Those 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 lines have been totally crossed over over the years. But I remember trying it, and it was to the taste. It was like. Oh, How how can you drink this? With tonic in it, it it made it more more palatable. And the true taste of a good spirit is it should be enjoyed neat, and it shouldn't burn the throat on the way down. And um, just to delay this story even longer, about three or four years ago, I was in Northern Ireland. And there's a huge gin culture in Ireland, because when people think of Ireland, you think of either whiskey or you think of beer. Uh, Gin is a big thing.
4: It is, and uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a quickly growing industry here in, in Canada. Um, it's, it's huge in the UK. It's huge in Australia. Um, and the beauty of a good gin is that the flavor truly does reflect the botanicals of the area. So a lot of people talk about terroir with wine. With the gin, it's re- very reflective of not only the indigenous botanicals that grow where the gin is made, but also culturally what was uh, brought in by immigrants to yeah. the area. And so, yes, you're absolutely right. You do have to start with an incredibly clean base spirit, uh, which is made u- usually from grain or potatoes. Uh, we actually have phenomenal grain here in BC, thanks to, you know, and, and the breweries uh, benefit by that just as much as we do. And um, we, we put a lot of effort into creating a really clean-based spirit that can then accept all of those flavors of the mm-hmm. botanicals, and that's kind of where we build from.
5: Wow, that's really interesting. Because mm-hmm. I, I never knew about the botanicals, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. I, was, I came from that same type of era and drinking style, right, where you, know, you, you, you got those relatively big-named gins and then that's what that, that's what you drink. so
1: so i've been told uh, and I, I must check this place out copper penny which is on esplanade uh it's next door to shaketown beer which we had on the previous show uh, and it's apparently people are just telling me you've got to check this place out so you're known for cocktails you're making gin you're you've got a whiskey cellar yes and um and you do you do spirit flights as well is that correct
4: we do we have a 60 seat cocktail bar that's attached to the distillery um uh, my my wife uh, Jennifer was a set decorator in the film industry, and so the our our actual cocktail lounge is uh, very reminiscent of a european gin parlor you come in there uh, it does not look anything like the exterior in in that respect it's very ornate it's got a lot of uh, uh, copper elements to it there's a giant glass window that goes into the distillery which is very much a counterpoint it's hyper modern we have some really advanced distilling technology that allows us to make these really pure spirits and it really allows people to ask questions because something that we discovered when we started researching this project we would go to distilleries, they would romance you, they would give you all these tastings, but very frequently they would not really show you how the spirits were made because they felt that that was somehow a way to protect you know, sure. their their, kind of the, their art. And we thought the opposite. We really wanted to know how these things were made and so we share a lot with our, our guests.
1: So I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna presume that your clientele is not sweet little old ladies sipping gin and <laughs> tonics in, in your room. Uh, because the audience is more sophisticated. But, but who is it? is it? Are people coming over from, from Vancouver via sea bus? Or is it, is it locals? Is it moms and dads and aunts and uncles and everybody?
4: Absolutely. We, we were very lucky in the beginning because we are literally in the center of the Shipyards Brewery District, which is seven breweries ourselves, a cidery, and an urban winery. And that's a number that's probably going to grow in the near future. Um, we had all of those people that were, you know, very interested to come by and that had visited other breweries and were all, you know, good colleagues there. And so we, we, we you know, really promote people to, to try and, and hop around and try different products. And so in the beginning, we were very much locally based, but now uh, because of a lot of our uh, recent wins uh, for, for our gins, uh, globally and locally, um, we've really found people starting to come over from all over Vancouver and actually from around the world now, which is really cool to to meet people. And, That's
1: very And cool. throw us the uh, you received some pretty high acclaim. Speaking of world,
4: yes, yeah. So we uh, four months in uh, after we opened, we actually won the Gin Masters in U in the UK. Uh, so out of 550 gins globally, uh, we were in the top 10. Wow. Uh, so it was wow. uh, and it was. We had sent the gin in just to get uh, some tasting notes for the gin. And we got a phone call about two months later. uh, And and they they kept calling because we missed the phone call because it was from the UK. And... uh Jen kept saying, "Let's not answer it. Maybe we poison somebody there." <laughs> <laughs> and they, uh, well, no, and they said that uh, yeah, we'd won the. That's the definitely prize. some awesome accolades and for that, a local. And company
1: again, because and I mean, the UK they know gin for yes, the world, they, right? They know their gin. Uh, it's called Copper Penny Distillery. It is on Esplanade. It is in the epicenter. Of uh, of the shipyards brewery district, uh, I'm up in, uh, in the North Shore every every couple of weeks. I I got to pop in and uh, and check Most the cocktail time. bar out because I've heard it's it's really something to see. It, it it's the, the product is great, but wait till you see the room. It Absolutely, works, yeah. and our
4: bar team is sensational. We've got some awesome bartenders, and our cocktails are, are some of the best in the city for sure.
1: And you also have or sorry, Earth er, Pilsner Urquell. Er, we, we do, we do on tap. Yeah, Jan Stentz, the co-founder of Copper Penny Basilium. Thanks, my friend. Good to meet you. Thank you very much. Cheers. Likewise, guys. Cheers. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor Stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor Stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor Stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. Is
0: just here for the beer radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTV. Here again, your hosts Joe Leary and Rick Moa beer.
1: Just here for the beer radio broadcasting on Sportsnet 650 AM, 96.9 FM, HD3, available for streaming through your basic streaming services. We're also available at justhereforthebeer.com and on social media at jhftb. Presented in part by Angry Otter Liquor's 29 locations across B.C. Check them out this month. See what's in store. They've got a Smirnoff Vodka 750ml bottle for $22.99. Appleton Estate Signature Jamaican Rum 750ml bottle for $23.99. Learn more at angryotterliquor.crs. It is our 13th anniversary show we've been doing this since 2010 it was this month in 2010 that we launched this show coincidentally on what is now the radio station we're back on On. it was then oldies 650 cl now it's sportsnet 650 and uh, we're broadcasting from north vancouver the angry otter tap and forno and it's so appropriate we'll be doing a show focused on north shore beer companies and promoting north shore craft beer week which happens kicking off november 2nd at the pipe shop because this gentleman is now on the North Shore and one of our first ever sponsors, from Paul. Day one. Welcome. Day I, re- one. I,
6: I remember the 650 Owl Studios when we would all hang out there. I miss those days with lots of Kitchen fun. Kitchen party. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and it
1: was a live show back then, so it, it tended to get a little raucous and it was kind of hard to corral people, you know, once the beverages start kicking in. But yeah, you were a supporter from day one, and now you're the general manager of Black Kettle Brewing in uh, North Vancouver. And to coordinate and uh, coincidental uh, our, our anniversary show, this is a beer. The last collab we did, which we did a year ago you on our anniversary, this is a Blackberry Sour called Back in Black Berry <laughs> Sour. And this is the new batch. Tell us about it.
6: Uh, super tasty. Uh, so we had an opportunity to run. We had some extra labels, and we also updated the label a little bit to give it some new life. But... Uh, second time around, everything's a little bit better, and I think it's just a little bit juicier and really, really tasty.
1: And what's the response been to it?
6: Really good. Selling out of the brewery really, really quickly. I uh, got a couple of stores, picked it up up in Squamish, so just doing the rounds with it right now.
1: This was, um, remember we had this last year? Yes. And this was the first time we had sort of ventured it, because we've done we've eight, done IPAs eight, eight and, nine collabs and, yeah. now. Yeah. But this was the first time we dipped our toe in the, the in sour, the sour uh, pool, pool, and it was, it was an area where I, quite frankly, when sour first started you know popping up i just went know. i'm out. sorry it's not my jam but it just grows on you and the sour word is a little misleading sometimes in yes. these beers
6: yeah i think ours is pretty much a training wheel sour though it's got a little bit of tartness a lot of juiciness we actually add a, a bunch of blood orange to it so it gives it a nice round flavor and nice balance which i really like um and yeah, to segue nicely, it is our tenth anniversary in January. There you for go. The black wow! So yeah, and, and it's uh, a day of anniversary. It, it
1: is. And uh, take us back ten years because the terrain had probably Black Kettle uh, on the North Shore. Um, there was probably one in the, in, in Lonsdale Key, maybe. There was well, what is Hearthstone here? Yeah, I we're think in whatever it was before Red yeah.
6: Truck was here. But, but yeah, we now, were one of the first little little and, guys.
1: And now it's eleven breweries, a winery, a cidery. And a cocktail distillery.
6: The landscape is it's changed. a heck of a lot different. Yeah, yeah. But it's really cool. Like even when we were talking with this event. It's nice to have a bunch of people in the community. and sure. ha- Have a community, which is great. Yeah. yeah.
1: So what are you doing for Craft Beer Week then? Because every every brewery is kind of doing their thing, their day. Uh, I know that it, it's after this show airs. Unfortunately.
6: No, no, no. Uh, our, ours is the ninth.
1: No, I'm just saying we're oh. we're, we're doing something this weekend. I'm doing right. something with oh. you this weekend at, at Black. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing trivia. We're doing an afternoon, a Sunday afternoon. Of trivia for a couple hours, but that's to tie in with your Oktoberfest. But what, what are you doing for North Shore Craft Beer Week?
6: So our date is November 9th, uh, and we reached out into the community as well because I, I love the feel that we get from North Shore Craft Tourism and everybody. Um, so Chop and Chew is a restaurant up on Lonsdale. And we're actually going to do a collaboration night where they're going to come down and smoke some ribs and cook some chili. Uh, DJ Kiprios is going to be in the house as our host. And My you know, man. Yeah, exactly. The we're Kipper. just going to do a sort of tailgate-style cookout, have the Thursday Night Football on the screens. And, yeah, just have a good time.
1: Uh, speaking of good, uh, Rick, you and I uh, always rave about a couple of places in, in uh, the North Shore. Well, not just the North Shore, but like the Gull is known for a, a, great, oh, a great burger. Uh, Granville, you know, Granville Island Brewing, known for a great burger. Uh, the John B., known for a great burger. You've really got your burger program on point, and you've been just watching your stuff on social media. Mm-hmm. What inspired you to start become like the burger masters of the North Shore?
6: I think we've always had such a good quality, simple menu and simple ingredients that we dress up nicely. We don't do too much fancy stuff. But good blue-collar burgers, good blue-collar wings, all those things, blue-collar beers even, that's our trademark. And we came second in Vancouver for best burger last year oh. as a consumer choice, so that was a, a nice feather in our cap. Uh, and, yeah, we're just going to keep pushing it. Every August we're doing a burger tournament where two burgers go head-to-head every week. That's been really well received. And that gives us a chance to let our cook shine and, and add some ideas Most into definitely. the mix and like just emphasize the fact that we got a good team, a small team, but we do really good stuff.
1: Well, maybe uh, you got a couple of judges here <laughs> for next yeah. exactly, <laughs> throw absolutely throwing it out there. So, anything else? Anything else going on at uh, Black Kettle? You want to? Yeah, share?
6: actually, after this show airs, so tomorrow we kick off uh, two weeks of our Halloween menu. So we got a big party on Saturday the 28th. We're doing a haunted beer garden. We're gonna have Kyprios, our main guy down hosting that. We got a full feature menu with four or five food items, all sort of activated charcoal. So black pizza, black pizza dough, uh, black hot dog buns for our beer brats. <laughs> We're doing these things called lava wings where they're actually cooked in the beer wort and they come out nice and black and crispy oh. and super tasty yeah, i know you're gonna love those oh. um but also some real cool cocktails some black margaritas a frankenstein cocktail so yeah really looking forward to that launching tomorrow
1: uh it's it's a great spot now it's a little tucked away but everybody's got gps so you can yeah, you can so find you can it, it. Tell, tell us where black kettle brewing <laughs> is
6: copying mb wiki just down by the auto mall uh, past the train tracks on the right side of the tracks Um, Yeah, it's it's a great spot. We got a 120 person room, a great food menu. We do lots of private bookings, so I'm looking for uh, Christmas parties now. Uh, that'll be the big push over the next few weeks to make sure we book a few of those. So anyone interested, uh, give me a shout.
1: No, It ticks all the boxes. Uh, great staff, great, sure. great great, food, great beverages, and a really cool. Real black Kettle Brewing. Paul Mulgrew, good to see you 13 years later. Absolutely. Stay the course. Neither
6: before. of us yes. have made it at all. Cheers. Yes. <laughs> Thanks very much, guys. This was awesome. I really appreciate you guys doing this, and good luck on the next year. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor Stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor Stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor Stores or Angry Otter angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you.
0: Listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio
1: and your host, Joe Leary and Rick Moha Beer. Just Here for the Beer Radio broadcasting on Sportsnet 650 AM, also 96.9 FM HD3 and available for streaming on all streaming devices you can also go to justhereforthebeer.com at jhftb on social media it is our 13th anniversary show and we are currently enjoying some incredible cupcakes this is our cupcake hookup
5: she does amazing work so i happen to find this lady on facebook and she's one of our locals in in richmond and uh her name is cindy fabel And she's under Cindy's Cindy's Treats on on Facebook. Um, If you guys want to jump on our our Facebook page, I'll definitely put up the uh, the, the connections up there. And then that way you guys can, can see some of her work. It's just incredible, Joe. She's grandma. So you know all of these are handmade, hand-stirred, sh- all love. done with love. Yeah, the secret ingredient right? is love. It, it's just totally <clears throat> and completely different. And, and for those of you who have been around and seen seen pictures of our, our 10-year anniversary cake, uh, same them. wonderful yeah. lady that did this. It is just amazing, amazing. Thank you to Cindy. We are broadcasting
1: from Angry Otter, Tap and Forno on Marine Drive in North Vancouver. And we're joined by Mr. Matt Beer, yeah. beer, beer Brewing. I haven't seen you in a long time. I've told this story before. i got to tell it again. First time I came to the North Shore and saw uh, Beer, uh, beer uh, Brewing, and my first thought was, oh, come on. You can't come up with a better <laughs> name than that. Like, and then I realized, wait a minute, that's your family name. That's right. You've got the best name ever.
7: We had to name the brewery that. <laughs> I've heard that comment before.
5: Someone was walking by and they, they're like, beer brewing. Yeah. <laughs> but it's beer within. An <laughs> and I was like, oh my god!" right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's the yeah. In, in yeah. English spelling, correct? Yeah. The e- typical yeah. Anglo Saxon, excuse me. And,
1: yeah. and if I remember correctly, you were a home brewer. Is that, is that, that okay. Yeah, that's correct. So yeah. was it kind of preordained? It's like, your last name's beer. The <laughs> brewing industry is blown up. What am I going to do with my life? I better use my name to good. You know, pr-
7: pretty much that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about how it went. I felt like I had to,
1: and and when you joined the Lower Lonsdale area, the shipyards brewery district, yeah. um, you know it, there was always room for more. But did you foresee? And that was how many years ago was that you uh, launched? Uh,
7: six years ago. Six years ago. We were the first
1: one. The first one. Yeah. In the esplanades st- there. That's correct. Yeah, that's right. Okay. That's right, so yeah. and it's you. It's either automotive repair shops. Yeah. Or, or booze. Yeah. On esplanade, did you foresee that there'd be the scene that there is now?
7: Uh, not to the extent. I figured maybe one or two, but here we are at about nine, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's It's
1: actually, it's actually 11.
7: It's 11. It's 11. Yeah. Well, how about that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's a lot.
1: So when you're the first in, I guess you kind of control the, the, the the vibe, you kind of control the menu and you kind of put out the beers that you want. What, what is beer brewing known for?
7: I would say initially we're known for our IPAs. We're quite well known for our fruit sours, our lagers and, um, yeah. Pretty much those. But we do other stuff as well.
1: And the other thing is that, uh, you know, because so many places were affected by that horrible thing that floated around. A couple of years th- ago. A couple of years ago. That, that we, don't, we, don't, yeah. we don't we don't talk about. But it gave you the opportunity to go outdoors yeah. and expand outdoors. And now when you drive down Esplanade, it's so cool because there's all these outdoor patios, which I understand are now regular things. Yeah, they're,
7: they're permanent now. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's it So works. isn't
5: it interesting how the city jumped on board with that, and, and under normal circumstances, yeah. most of the brewers that we've talked to, they, they had quite an uphill battle to get, a, to get an outdoor patio space, a permanent, excuse me, outdoor patio space, where once that thing hit, yeah. it seemed like everybody realized that the only way that we can do this is, is to be outdoors. Yes, it was very nice of them to allow all this, because without
7: it, I think you wouldn't see as many businesses still open.
5: And I think that goes not not just for the brewery scene, but for the restaurant scene as well. I think that really helped keep the doors open for a lot of people. Well,
1: I mean, as we've always said, I mean, unless I'm missing something, I'm not hearing of reports of, you know, rowdy activity and noise complaints and all this sort of stuff. People are more refined in tasting rooms. I mean, maybe the bar and club scene is a little more raucous. Yeah, but uh, it's a pretty mature crowd. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about the uh, the landscape and what is. What's the, what's the trend, would you say, right now? Because we've gone through—I didn't like the sours when they first come out. We have yeah. a sour now. This is our anniversary beer done with black kettle. It's a it's a uh, blackberry sour. Um, sours aren't as sour as they sound. No. Hazy beers aren't as hazy as they appear. Yeah. Um, what's, what's the next trend in beer? Do you even have a guess?
7: I mean, I think this summer people were taking notice of lower alcohol— taking notice of loggers and pilsners and which as brewers we really appreciate when people finally come around back to pilsners
5: right yeah so i don't know isn't that a little bit of a tricky style though because you can't really hide behind hops or fruit or anything else it really it is a bit of a challenge for you as a brewer absolutely
7: yeah you have to uh you have to be pretty accurate on it and do it well
5: is pilsner as lengthy a
1: process as a logger yep it yeah, is. It takes so, about the same length so of time. So it ties up your tanks. For, for those that don't know, because yeah. I was surprised, I thought like lagers and pilsners were your yeah. entry level beers, they yeah. should be the easiest to make. They're not. Yeah.
7: No. No.
1: That's exactly. incredible. Yeah.
7: yeah it takes, takes a while, it takes yeah. longer, three times as long pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh,
1: so now, North Shore Craft Beer Week, what, uh, what is your day? What, what, is, what is beer brewing offering?
7: That is a great question. What is our day? <laughs> Do you know what our day is? <laughs> November seventh. November seventh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And we're just I, I was away for two weeks. So right. uh, I, oh he's catching up. I just off. came back. I'm catching up. He's in up. holiday mode, Joe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We gotta be yeah. easy on him. Come yeah. on now. I, go easy. I think we're having a party. <laughs> yeah, we'll have food and music and right. Beer and it should be nice.
1: Uh, and of course, we'll see you on November second. I'm hosting the uh, the North Shore Craft Beer Week party kickoff yep. at the uh, at the Pipe Shop, and of course, you will be there. That's right. Um, it's amazing to see what's what's developed. It just even if you just look at the shipyards brewing district, and to think that you were you were the first one. And now, like you're, they're, you're almost fighting for and space. Your grandpa, yeah, yeah, yeah it's <laughs> kind of <The, laughs> funny, eh? the, the, yeah, o- no. the OG, six the years North in, now. and you're the grandpa yeah, somehow.
7: No, it's a really cool community now. A lot yeah, of really most nice definitely. people here, and yeah.
1: And are are you able to take some time off? I mean, you just came back from. But uh, are you are you in there with the boots on and the, and the overalls oh, yeah. every day? Yeah.
7: Boots on, overalls every day. That's my favorite thing to do: <laughs> scrub stuff, make stuff. <laughs> well wow. I like it. Uh, yeah, awesome. that was my first uh, vacation in a few years.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, well deserved. Uh, congrats, and we'll see you at the bike shop on November 2nd. Matt Beer, thank you, man. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Cheers. 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 Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor Stores, where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor Stores, where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor Stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you.
0: Listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your hosts Joe Leary and Rick Moha Beer.
1: It is just here for the Beer Radio, Canada's original dedicated beer radio show, now into, uh, well, 13 years as of this month, which is just incredible. We're doing our anniversary show from Angry Otter Tap and Forno on Marine Drive in North Vancouver. Uh, we are available on Sportsnet 650 AM, also 969 FM HD3, and sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor's 29 locations across BC. Learn more about them at angryotterliquor.crs. The Beers of the North Shore, because we are broadcasting in advance of North Shore Craft Beer Week, which kicks off November 2nd at the Pipe Shop uh, in the the Brewery Shipyards District. And we're joined by North Point Brewing. Ladies and gentlemen, North Point Brewing is in the house. One of the uh, man 11 breweries in North Vancouver. Just an incredible scene. We have got with us uh, one of the uh, co-founders, and we also have with us one of the brewers. As I search for my introduction sheet here, Sean... uh, anibal yes is absolutely. the co-owner and paul Kovamis is the head brewer no strangers to this game paul you've been uh, you've been around this track a few times on the show before nice to see you again sir
8: yeah you too i think this is number five this now.
1: is probably number five and sean this is uh my first time so this is I this is this me. is the wow. debut so yeah. let's talk about uh, north point brewing first of all um i'm just blown away when i think there's 11 breweries in earth and mm-hmm. one distillery one cidery and a cocktail lounge yeah and where were you in the mix? What number were you?
9: I think where were we? We were uh, we were obviously beer was the uh, was the original there, and then streetcar, and then uh, I think we slid in at number three there.
1: And and would you have foreseen? You probably knew that there was a growing scene. Yeah. But would you have thought you're like almost a dozen in, and there's still more coming?
9: Yeah. You know, we we kind of had obviously had seen what had happened with some of the other brewery districts, and uh, you know. You have a couple there, and then it becomes a bit of a destination, and we are kind of leveraging that, and uh, and certainly it's paid off. So uh, we're we're pretty stoked on it.
1: And, and now is that that community is incredible because from where you know even if you just take the sea bus over from Vancouver yeah. and you literally just a couple of block walk, and you've got just you can pick them all off. Virtually you can you know make the trek down to Wild Absolutely. Eye and, and, and Bridge or come up this way towards Black Kettle. But what an incredible scene, Paul. When did when did you join the? Uh, The north point family
8: um i was there from day day zero day zero um yeah i helped you know with the build and and you know uh everything that went along with that um and i've been there since we opened since you know december 2019 so it's been been quite the ride
1: i don't think people really appreciate um the work that goes into beer it's not an easy thing to do even if you're a home brewer you learn the process but on a very very basic scale and then you have to ramp it up so dramatically. And it's not sexy work when you go back in those in those in those tank rooms. It's it's dirty, it's hot. It's it's sometimes smelly when you're when you're I don't know if you like the smell of brewing. I'm well, not. It's, a, yeah, it's wet and moist and <laughs> I come home I sock yeah, and my socks stink. Exactly. Yeah. So now when you join a brewery, do they give you carte blanche? Do they say, "Okay, Paul, you're the brewer. Create some beers." Or do you kind of all work in conjunction with one another? Um
8: I had a pretty good carp launch, which was <laughs> which was awesome, because um, you know you make mistakes along the way um, and uh, you kind of you know move on from them, but everyone has a say in in the recipes you know and the flavors you kind of want to have the customer perceive, um, but in terms of the recipes and stuff i 've had a really good Really good opportunity to just kind of do it on my own and, and see what comes out.
1: Sean, who has the ultimate say? Like, does the customer? Because if the customer's not buying it, you you gotta kind of look at it and go, do we really want to continue this?
9: On the beer side, I think we definitely give uh, Paul uh, free range. To I mean, obviously we'll give give high level. We want an IPA, we want a pale ale, we want a sour, and all that kind of stuff. And and we wait for Paul to kind of come back with uh, with his ideas. And sometimes we we'll, we'll tweak them, but oftentimes we we like where he's heading and we let him kind of run with it and. And he's done quite well, quite well. The first two that he actually came out with are our two top-selling mm-hmm. top beers right now and two staples. So he's, uh, he's done really well.
1: And do you kind of stay within a certain range? Are you one of those guys that just wants to constantly push the envelope and see how much further we can take beer? Or are you kind of happy in the zone that, that you're in?
8: Well, we, we do like to experiment and, like, make, you know, fun new things. Um, but I like to do, like, really classic styles really well. And so I'll kind of stay in that zone for, for certain beers. And then, if we have a fresh launch, we'll explore some fun new, fun new
1: opportunities. I, in, I understand. I understand you have a fresh launch coming up. Do you not?
8: We do. Yeah. Okay. Um, we will. I won't give away too much, but think think cold crushable lager crisp, but with the taste and flavor of a
1: West Coast IPA.
8: Okay. And when is that coming down? That's coming out November 10th. November
1: 10th, and that of course would tie in with North Shore Craft Beer Week. Um, what, what is your what is is that your day then? That's our day. Okay. So yeah. what what can people expect? A brand new beer. Brand new beer. Something yeah. crushable. Something uh, lagerish.
9: Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. I don't know if you want to you want to tell them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're, we're, we're making a cold IPA. Cold IPA. Yeah. Okay. So,
1: so for the non-beer uh, educated person or the, the 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 beer neophyte out there, what exactly does that mean?
8: Well, if you take like a West Coast IPA, it's got like a, you know, generally like a malty backbone. Uh, it's got, you know, high-level hops. Um, and you take a lager, which is like crisp and clean. So if you take the maltiness away from West Coast IPA and you combine it with like a very dry, crisp lager, that's, you get a cold IPA out of that. Um, so it's kind of like, you know, the perfect blend of both those worlds into, into a beer. Um, so it's also brewed with rice in the grain bill. Uh, which just adds to like kind of crisp dry feel um, so it's like a lager, but you have the high ABV and hot profile of a West Coast IPA
1: so Jean in the uh, in the origins of uh, North Point Brewing, how has the business grown are you are you meeting expectations? Are you blown away by where you're at what's what is the future? Hold? Yeah
9: I mean we, uh, we kind of kind of stumbled into it because none of the three founders, had any sort of uh, hospitality background and obviously we were we got to a point where
1: would handsome liam be one of those founders
9: yes liam who's here but doesn't have a headset <laughs> so okay. uh, you might be able to hear him screaming in the back but yeah we we kind of uh, one night got together and uh, probably had a few too many beers and and kind of came up with this uh, idea that we wanted to start a brewery that was i guess that was back in in 2017 probably somewhere around there and uh and uh, woke up the next morning didn't really think too much of it and found out a couple days later that one of the three I won't name names uh, had quit their job and was uh, going both feet in so uh, and that's that's kind of how we started and uh, broke ground in uh, sort of late 2018 and then opened in December of uh, 2019 and then obviously we know what happened in in 2020 with COVID and that was kind of the real big uh, that was a really great time for us actually through COVID for for the brewery not not obviously great for for a lot of reasons, but great to humanity, but great great to see, humanity, the, su- great, yeah, great to see yeah. the support that we had from the community yeah. and, and uh you know they really got us through all that and, and uh it's been it's been phenomenal ever since.
1: And it also showed that when government wants to get off their butts and do something, yeah. they can do something right? Yeah, they can yeah. do something. Yeah. So you can't uh, run out of beer. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, you have a really nice facility. You're on yeah, thank you. First Street East. Yeah, just
9: sort of uh, just sort of north of uh, some of the other ones there on Esplanade.
1: Just a block away from the Gull, I just, yep. the other side of the street, block away from the Gull, yep. um, and an upstairs room that you do some cool things in as well. What what what's the plan? Because I mean, it's not too early. I mean, we're yep. almost two months away from Christmas. Yeah, not too early to talk about it. What's the plan?
9: Yeah, well, for uh, you mean for the space or yeah. for the craft beer week? Yeah, are you renting that out? Yeah, we're renting it out all the time now. Uh, so we've got uh, two levels. The main floor is is uh, obviously the main tasting room. Upstairs is is generally open to the public most days, unless we have events. It is booked up quite a bit uh, on weekends. We do a lot of uh, sort of uh, live entertainment, comedy shows, that kind of stuff. A lot of parties, uh, but we also do meetings and that sort of thing. And a great little venue for uh, for booking out for private events. We've got uh, darts up there, TVs. So we can play sports and and stuff like that but we can also uh, have very private kind of quiet meeting spaces up
1: there as well it's a, it's a cool it's a cool property uh, yep. Sean Annable is the co-owner Paul Coben the head brewer again November 7th is your 10th. 10th is your launch and that coincides with North Shore Craft Beer Week thanks for joining us guys cheers awesome for thanks for having us yeah. appreciate it Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor Stores, where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor Stores, where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor Stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. you know the beer. Oh, the beer.
0: Listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on SportsNet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio. And your host Joe Leary and Rick Moha Beer.
1: It is the 13th anniversary show of Just Here for the Beer Broadcast and Podcast, broadcasting on Sportsnet 650 AM. FM HD3 and available for streaming through all streaming services just here for the beer.com and at jhftb on social media we are focused on the beers of the north shore the brews of the north shore in advance of north shore craft beer week which launches november 2nd at the pipe shop in the shipyards brewing district live music great food trucks prizes And I have been asked to be the MC, and I could not be more happy to do that because the North Shore beer scene is incredible to me. We have the folks from La Cerveceria. Noah Doyle, who is the, sorry, he is assistant brewer. David Van Allen is the head brewer. Welcome to the show, guys. Nice to. uh Nice to see you. Thank you. And I'll you. start you off with a little compliment, because I think your salted lager is probably among my favorite beers ever in my life. <laughs> ever that's in my a, life.
3: That's a big compliment. Thank you. Sure. No, it's a it's a, it's a huge
1: beer, and it's got to be your superstar, yes?
3: Yeah, it's kind of our flagship beer. It's what people like coming and are just like, oh, you're that brewery that make salted lime lager. like yeah, you know, It's kind of like a witch type this slightly, but I dig it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, there,
1: there, was a, there was a North Shore brewing takeover at Brew Hall not long ago, and I go to right. Brew Hall a lot. And they had all of these beers from the North Shore, and I'm looking at the menu going, please have the salted lager. And there it was, <laughs> and I was able to enjoy two of them. I come back the next day, and it sold out. Dang. It sold out. Dang. It's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
7: Awesome.
1: So you guys have been doing this how long now? And I remember, I think it was probably just before everything kind of shut down when you kind of opened up, right?
3: Yeah, we've been around... uh, Noah would know better than I would. (laughs) He was around basically in the beginning, but... Yeah, December of 2020
8: was when we opened, right in kind of the middle of COVID. Um, So we started off without being able to do pints. We just had the flights and uh, struggled through that for a little bit and then finally got our pint license about six months after that and then... Yeah, the doors have been wide open after that, and it's been good.
1: Well, as I say, the the two things that I always rave about is your salted lager and your tacos. I mean, you can't go you, you can't go wrong. Good <laughs> combo. Good, good, good <laughs> combo. Good yeah. yeah. combo. Yeah. So um, you obviously are more than just a salted lager. What what um, what is your beer style? Um.
3: um well, basically, like we're Mexican themed, and like basically that means we kind of everyone knows like Corona has. Like the quintessential Mexican beer. Yep. Um, so, we kind of f- do a riff on that, like focus on mostly lagers and fruit sours are kind of the, the thing we do. Um, so, we do multiple styles of lagers, multiple fruit sours, any kind of sour you can think of, but that's mo- mostly what we focus on.
1: So, where you're located, you're on Esplanade, you're yep. in the heart of the shipyard's brewing district, and yep. there's brewers beside you, there's brewers on the other side of you. Do you, when you're creating beers, do you guys tend to look at what the others are doing and kind of plan accordingly, or do you just do whatever you think is going to make the most sense?
3: Um, I think we kind of just stick with what we are kind of thing, you know. Um, I mean, obviously, we all talk and see each other all the time. like We're all friends, so, yeah, we talk about our beers, but we kind of all have our own thing. I wouldn't say we look at other... um, the other guys and be like oh well we shouldn't do that because they didn't do it it's more like oh well we're like the mexican style brewery so we're just going to stick with what what we're mm-hmm. used to and, and what we like doing so yeah we don't necessarily worry about what other people are doing but
1: so what are you doing for what is your day for north shore craft beer week
3: yeah our day is uh, monday the 6th and we're um doing happy hour all day which is kind of hype um i mean Nothing wrong with that. And no. then, um, actually, me and Noah are doing our first DJ set as a DJ duo. First you know? ever. So our first ever set. It'll be yeah, good though. Man. Yeah.
1: So, are, so were you brewers first and DJ second, or DJs first and brewers second? <laughs> I wouldn't
6: even say we're DJs. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. This is,
3: well, this is our first set. We yeah. are DJs. We're upcoming oh, DJs. Are already, you are you though? talking
1: actual spinning vinyl? Uh, uh no, vinyl, no. But we have fair. a.
3: We're yeah. we're actually like have a set. Yeah. And yeah, um. Full deck. It'll be good. Yeah. If you like dancing, then it'll probably be so a good what, place to go. What,
1: what's your jam then? What, what What? kind of tunes are we looking at here?
3: Mostly house music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mostly house Monday. music, but uh, there'll also be, like, some Spanish flair to it, you know? <laughs> Being a Mexican brewery, we have to have some good uh, Latin house music. Yeah. It, yeah, it'll be a good time. <laughs> or just really funny. So. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, it'll yeah. be entertaining.
6: <laughs> it'll so, be a good so time. That
1: so is, that is on the 6th. And, of course, you will be at the pipe shop on November 2nd. And yeah. I, I haven't been to this event before, so basically it's just all of the brewers, you all have tables set up and you're doing yep. sampling. Is that what's going on?
3: Yeah, yeah. It's like basically all of us are getting together. It's just a big North Shore party. Yeah. And everyone else is
1: invited, and they're not getting—they're not getting you guys to DJ it, though. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I
3: didn't get the invite yet. You know, maybe after Monday they'll yeah. rethink it.
1: You know. So uh, finally, that what, what is your thought? Like, because I—we I, talk about—we've been doing this broadcast for 13 years now, yeah. which is incredible. Yeah, yeah. Congrats. And in all uh, of that time, thank you. Yeah. In all of that time, what amazes me is whether we're talking to brewers from Portland or Seattle or Great Britain or North America, whatever. Everybody works with each other. There's no business like it. It, it, Can you even kind of explain why, if I'm a fellow brewer, why do I want to help you? Why am I lending you grain? Or why am I lending you an assistant if if you're short-staffed? Why does that happen?
3: Um, I think, like, I've been making beer since, like, 2010 or 2011, I guess. And, like, I feel like from the beginning there's just, like, we're such, like, it's a unique industry. So we all have, like, the same thing in common. Like, we're just making beer and we want to, like, create a good community. And I think that, like, it, it, it's kind of just all about the community. I think we all want to help each other out. We all want to see each other succeed. And at the end of the day, like, we all kind of like drinking beer together. So yeah. it's, a lot of time we get together, it's just an excuse for that. Well,
1: yeah. One final question. what What is yeah. your what is your DJ name for November
3: 6th? <laughs> As a duo,
1: a duo, we're called Pizza Legs. Pizza Legs. Yeah, Pizza that's legs. it. Yeah. He is David Van Allen, just like the radiation belt, and uh, Noah Doyle. Nice to see you guys. Uh, congrats you are, on nice. uh, on the success. We'll see you on the second, and uh, have fun spinning on the sixth. Thank you. All Thank right. You. Cheers. Thank you. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor Stores, where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor Stores, where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor Stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you.
0: This is Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at
1: JHFTV.
0: Here again your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moa Beer.
1: It is just here for the beer. 13 years of broadcasting the radio show and podcast on, well, for the last little while, Sportsnet 650 AM, also 96.9 FM, hc 3 and available for streaming. It's Joe Larry along with Rick Moha and we are uh, taking a little diversion from the Angry Otter and forno in North Van to uh, make way for our buddy Darren Holland of House of Fun Throwing. And Darren, you've been a great supporter of ours in, in all of these years, and I managed to save you one of our ceremonial it 13th looks, year cupcakes. It is beautiful. Yeah, and I can't wait to find out how delicious it is. Well, every time we talk to you, and, and it's not often enough, but every time we talk to you, there's new things uh, on the horizon, and and I know that you have a squamish development that's coming. Yes. That's that's in 2024. Yeah. But more more uh, more importantly, you have something that's newly open or about to open in the downtown core. Tell us about House of Funk, uh, the coffee side downtown. Yeah. So so with House of Funk, we have both our our brewery, our beer side of House of Funk
10: and our coffee side as well which which opened in tandem with our our beer side has really been blowing up particularly over the past year um, we're we're excited we get to open our first cafe outside of the north shore uh, at the bentall center in downtown vancouver so we're, we're about two three weeks out from opening and it'll be our first brick and mortar outside of uh, our current space and we're going to have uh, an amazing coffee lineup in the morning with pastries, bagels, uh, we're going to have a, a sandwich menu for the uh, lunchtime and then we'll transition to cocktails,
1: beers and wine in the afternoon. And because you're in the heart of the business district, like, so suits and ties are welcome. They are, they, <laughs> they actually are, yes. Yeah, that doesn't go so much at House of Funk on Esplanade but uh, so much has uh, transpired since, uh, since you opened your doors. I mean, the last time I was down there, which was a couple of weeks ago, the full patio thing, it's nice to see that everybody kind of has an equal opportunity to have this outdoor experience. But, um, you know, you're you're looking to do much more than when you started, because when you started, like everybody else, you had sort of a limited capacity, you had a limited menu, you had limited offerings. But um, I understand that you're trying to expand your, your program there.
10: We are. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the environment, as everyone's aware, is uh, is constantly changing. It's definitely changed over the past few years and so you see breweries and other places uh, trying to find their space and and do things a little bit different so House of Funk we lean into into music into DJs Um, and recently we started having some cocktails on tap and we are going for and we're pretty confident we are going to be successful in the next month or so uh, in getting our 2 a.m. license on Fridays and Saturdays so we already on Fridays every single Friday night we have a live DJ from 8 to 11 and as soon as we do get that license We'll, we'll broadcast it, we'll let everyone know, but uh, we'll have some live music on Friday nights until late.
1: Well, I wasn't able to make it down there for uh, much during the summer, but I'm just wondering what the later night summer activity was like. Did did Esplanade deliver? I mean, was it a fun environment when you walked? Between, Absolutely. Between you and, I guess, at the other end, I, I, there's so many that have sprung up there. What's what's at the other end of Esplanade in terms of breweries? We have... I, I mean, you're at
10: one end. We're at one end, so ourselves, Braggit is actually now, so we're not, no longer oh. the... the Oh, there's one, one more. There is one more Braga. Okay, Baraga, okay right. Uh, right. who specializes in honey beer. Yeah. And on the very far end of that, I mean, you
1: you would have eventually Streetcar, yeah. who's uh, just close to uh, to Lonsdale there. Right. But there's a good vibe. So like during the yep. summertime, it made sense. And and again, we always defend people that you know complain that you know maybe the breweries have kind of expanded a little bit beyond what they should be. Well, I think you're just feeling you know, you're feeling out the marketplace, and you're, you're playing with the room. And you know these aren't places where you're hearing of. Of situations people know what a brewery offers they know what they want to go there for it's not like a swing a nightclub that's never gonna 100%. be that right it's just gonna have its own different vibe but it's been it's been all good during the summer huh yes, yeah
10: see I know the summer was nice and busy for us um, and to your point while while we may be expanding our our offerings and we're all doing so breweries are and continue to be um, a, a neighborhood hangout sure. and, I, and, and that's really I think Seen us all through these post-COVID times where people stay local and they come and see us and that, that's really what we're
1: about. Well, let's talk about North Shore Craft Beer Week because um, this has just gotten bigger and bigger. Um, I think we're talking like 11 breweries, a yeah. winery, a cidery, cocktails with with copper penny yep um, there's and and there's a couple more on the books there sure. and this is this is an area that I mean for the longest time the North Shore had like one or two and now it's a full-blown scene and a lot of it is in a very concentrated area so you must be extremely proud when you think about that 100
10: percent I mean like I would I haven't googled it but I think that we'd be up there in terms of per capita within a yeah. small area right. like for establishments um, we're like I love Brewers row they have a great thing going on but, like there's so many spots within an arm like just a uh, rock's mm-hmm. throw of each other um, if one spot's busy just go down to the next one and, and the nice thing is everyone's producing some good beer
1: yeah I think I think that's the bottom line now I mean you, you can't get away with, if you're not making good beer no. don't don't even don't even throw your hat the ring but but it's interesting because like North Band scene is now in the double digits. You know you've got Brewers Row which showed that Fort Moody was a council that was behind the initiative. Yes. I think they're six beep. And there's yes. probably maybe something else on the books. Um, and then you look at Surrey, second biggest city in BC, and there's two. Right? Really? So yeah. So some haven't necessarily caught up, but it's nice to see what's going on in North Ham. Uh What are you doing specifically for North Shore Craft Beer Week? What's your what's your event? So ours is on
10: November 14th. Uh, we cap off the uh, the full week, so we're the very last event. And we figure everyone's so going to be... save the best for the last. They right? do. They do. Okay. Yeah. I know uh, we'll all be tired as breweries, and we expect uh, the customer to be a little bit tired, maybe a little bit hungover, so we're leaning into that. We're going to be doing a, uh, a hangover brunch for uh, for dinner time, working with uh, our friends over at Crack On. They're going to be taking over our kitchen, so we're going to have full breakfast menu at night. We're going to have cartoons on. Our whole team's going to be in their pajamas. Um, I'd love to get some bean bags or some couches in the house, yeah, yeah. but uh, some beer Caesars on tap. It's going to be, we're going to lean into, come on down, it's a Tuesday night, uh, come down in your pajamas and uh, you get a discount off your first pint. And
1: that's so how you we're are actually up. encouraging people to enter the premises in pajamas. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it might be a um, little cold, but... Now, let's talk about what 2024 holds because I know that you've been looking at some expanding the brand in Squamish. Tell us about that. Yeah, so we're, we're really
10: excited. Summer of 2024 is what we're still aiming for. Uh, it's going to be House of Logger. So we're on In the Ocean Front development, which is... Uh, if you go down the logging road, right to the end of the spit. Right, so where is it
1: in relation to the Burger King? I think that people sort of they know Squamish by yep. certain things. Right?
10: I mean, if you head down, like yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> if you go down, down Cleveland Ave, which yeah. is the main strip, yeah, so. um, and then hang a, a left and a right yeah. close to House Sam Brewery, um, we're right on the water. So it's it's awesome. We're working with Matthew's Western Developer, who's been phenomenal. Um, two stories, uh, 9,800 square feet. We're gonna have massive long table, uh, steins. We're gonna have serving, copper-clad serving vessels hanging above our bar, and every single beer that we produce there is gonna be lager. Which I know a lot of people have been yeah, asking yeah. questions about. Like, loggers have a lot of breadth in terms
1: of well, your abilities on, like, a different variety of lager. I, so. I, I think that's a bold move, though, because the one thing I've learned in doing this this radio show for 13 years, lager takes the longest time to make. It I does. thought it was, like, the simplest beer to make. It, it is not. It is the hardest. It's yeah. because you have
10: no nothing to hide behind. Yeah. So we will... We will produce great lager we have before we're excited our team's awesome um, and, and we, we have vessels that are larger than what we need so that we'll be capable of giving the time the beer so the beer the time that it needs okay
1: so you've got the downtown uh, the coffee location uh house of funk uh, around the benthall centers where exactly in that downtown configuration will we find it yeah so it's at 1025
10: Dunsmere. uh if you're heading down berrard hangar right down dunsmuir
1: um, and it, it's right in between the the four-bank buildings. So that's where the road kind of curves around a little bit? In, exactly. And there. Okay, so if you're heading south on on Burrari. Yes. Yeah, yes. okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, and uh, good luck on the 2 a.m. license. I'm, I'm hoping you. that, because it, it, it sounds to me that North Van, both city and district, they kind of get it. They, they really get it in terms of what what, what they need to have to, to make for, breweries work. The
10: staff, the council, and the mayor, like, we're fortunate that we have yeah. who we have in place. Um, and they've been supportive of every single step. And you can see what's, like, what's going in in the Lower Long Longstaff Key area. Like, it is it is very cool. There's a lot more stuff opening up down there.
1: And you've got Vancouver's North Shore Tourism, who uh, are great to work with. And Absolutely. they're on your side. They so are. I mean, all, all supportive. Supportive. Yeah. Darren Hall, always a pleasure, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. For the, beer.
0: for the beer. Here, for the beer. For the beer. Time is here. let's raise the cheers just here for You're listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on SportsNet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3. Canada's original dedicated Beer Radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your hosts Joe Leary and Rick Moha Beer.
1: And that is a wrap for our two-parter, uh, the second of two parts, the great breweries of North Vancouver in advance of North Shore Craft Beer Week, and uh, tickets are available. Uh, make sure you get them because they do go very quickly. Uh, it's uh, November 2nd is the big kickoff at the Pipe Shop at the Shipyards. Live music, a variety of food trucks will be there. The mayor will be there. All proceeds from the evening donated to North Shore Rescue. And I will be there, acting as the oh ma- well, in that the, case, the massacre of ceremony. So I can't, uh, I can't wait. So our thanks to Jennifer and Melanie from uh, Vancouver's North Shore, North Shore. Tourism yeah. for, for making this possible. And fingers crossed, we'll make this a
5: regular thing because I would love to see that. I mean, these guys they they're they're just amazing. Yeah.
1: Uh, now we must mention also uh, Cupcake Lady, who did just a tremendous Cindy's job. Cindy's
5: Treats. You can Cindy's look her up Treats. on on uh, Facebook. You can jump on our uh, our Just Here for the Beer uh, Facebook page and you will, I, I'll put the link in, and everything up on there, but she just does an amazing, d- dude, I can't even begin to look at the creativity that this lady comes up with, right? Because um, for those of you who have been around for our 10-year anniversary, she made an actual barrel cake. Um, it was barrel on the outside with, with the wood that was chocolate. She did ice that was rock candy. She did lollipops for beers and at beer bottles, and it, it was just...
1: Well, when I suggested, you know, Rick, it's 10 years, maybe we should do a cake or something. <laughs> I was <laughs> thinking, you <laughs> Swing by Dairy Queen and pick up an ice cream cake. Okay. <laughs> Cindy just went above and beyond, and that was amazing. This is thirteen is not the, the next one is fifteen. We'll, we'll celebrate yeah, fifteen, yeah, big and, big big one. And yeah, and oh, for style. sure. But uh, it was so cool to meet some new folks. Uh, Copper Penny Distilling, for example, yes, sounds amazing. That's on Esplanade. Uh, obviously, there's more and more. There's now eleven breweries um, on the North Shore, which is just absolutely incredible. There's a winery. There is a cocktail bar. There's a cidery. In the meteor, yeah. And there's more coming. Incredible. Incredible. Well, we also have to mention that this is our 13th year. This month marks 13 years. We started the show, ironically, on 650, then was known as CL, playing oldies. Now it's known as Sportsnet, playing sports. And uh, it's amazing how far we've come in the 13 years. And we always give a pay homage to uh, the co-founder of this this radio program, the late great Colin Jack, who unfortunately did not live to see this show uh, take the hold that it has and, and reach the amount of people that it has. Um, we lost Colin Jack uh, uh, less than into the first year of the program. Yeah, and A you know, of in. we always want to pay tribute because were it not for that initial conversation that wherever that came from, you and yeah. Colin were business partners. Colin and I were friends. I met you through Colin, and then you know Colin tragically passes away suddenly. Um, just after the third show, between the third and fourth show. Yeah. And at that point, it was like, let's have this awkward conversation. The show must go on, and let's do it for Colin. So, as always, let's um, right, let's take our glasses towards the late, great Colin Jack.
0: Just Here for the Beer Radio is heard exclusively on Sportsnet 650 and is podcasted through justhereforthebeer.com. For more information, check out
1: justhereforthebeer.com and on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB.